I, I, I have a question for you both. Teach me. And and this is this is a Seinfeld slash Curb Your Enthusiasm question. Nice. Did you guys, neither of you really work in an office setting anymore, but did you guys have a person you actively avoided in the office? Um, I have before. Not at my last job, but I have before. But in general, you've experienced that before. Sure. Okay. Sure. That's all I wanted to start with, is that I do that, and I go to lengths that are ridiculous. I did not go to lengths. <laughs> yeah, to try and avoid conversations with one particular person, <laughs> because it's just so annoying, and I hate it. Like, it takes small talk to the next level. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I'm talking, like, if I see them stand up from their desk at the same time, I will wait You'll sit to down. do whatever I'm doing. That's amazing. I, I will wait a significant amount of time. <laughs> do they, well, do you, you know, think anyone in the office feels that way about you? Uh, not me. I don't think so because I don't talk to anybody. But uh, you never initiate. I don't, I don't. So I can't be annoying. And if yeah. I am annoying, that'd be crazy. But <laughs> no, I, 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 with with the curb context, mine doesn't really count. Mine would have typically maybe involved avoiding somebody for another reason as opposed to the the small talk yeah so. no it's not because like i dislike them it's just annoying and i don't i, I, I know that it. you deal with that all the time yeah <laughs> yeah yeah funny josh you didn't have anything like this no there's areas of i avoid going to but that's just because of where i work but not people yeah yeah not a specific he, he, co-worker it, he makes it sound like it's like Norfair in in uh, Metroid. It's too hot, and he has to avoid that area. I can believe it though, where Josh works. Yeah, he doesn't have yeah. a various suit. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, so yeah, I'm um insane. Just uh, it's okay. We already know that. Yeah, that's fine. But uh, in, this with, is the with, two- with your oh. argument though, wouldn't, oh. you, wouldn't you try to avoid everyone because of small talk, or is it just one person? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, yes. In general, and I've said that many times before, but this just goes to the next level of being irritating, where I just can't deal with it. And when it happens, I just want to run away screaming. Like, I actually want to turn around and not acknowledge them. That's that's how much I hate it. <laughs> Why? What, what about this specific person? I don't want to go into detail. Okay. Right. The, it, was, it was just... That's it. It's just... It's a somebody I don't like talking to. That's all. <laughs> I'm sure that's Misan- typical in office environments. <laughs> yeah. Misanthropy yeah. cast. Yeah, I mean, uh, that is known. I, th- I think anybody listening and has been following us should have gathered that I don't like engaging in conversation unless <laughs> it's something I find really interesting, which is never small talk. That reminds so. me of uh, old times back when we worked together in, in a apartment stuff yeah you would just avoid everyone and sleep in the back room yes that was the best and i would read in the back room and i wouldn't do any work it was amazing uh good times i also hated times we had we had residents that would come in that like to just bullshit and i would walk away from them so you you were the perfect employee for that situation i absolutely was the best how did you get hired i don't know (laughs) i think i i think i helped with that didn't you you definitely helped yeah 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 so that was a great job though like for real it was it was it was shitty but it was it was a great job for you because of 
our free rent team. Oh, the the job. Okay, and that the people we worked with but, was fun. But too. like that job in itself, if you would have worked anywhere else, it wouldn't have been that fun. Oh yeah, I would have never lasted. Yeah. If I would have had to do my responsibilities, if somebody actually, <laughs> if I, I had actually, to work, if I had to work, that job would have sucked. <laughs> I I fought with a manager about doing the job. She she threatened to write me up one time, and I was like, "Fucking, I don't care. Go ahead." Yeah, yeah go, I remember you saying, "Go ahead." <laughs> yeah, because it was like my last. I was graduating that year anyway. It didn't really matter, and like finally, somebody was fed up with my shit. Somebody was on to you finally. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I continued with that company for a lot longer, and you were the polar opposite of what they look for when hiring a hiring someone. I know. <laughs> I know. Like, not, a, not, even, compliment. not even close. It's funny, too. Like, the, uh, the general manager loved me what, there. Even though I didn't do what I was supposed to do, I just had a good relationship with her. So, and that was kind of like how GameStop worked, too. Remember, yep. like yep. we were friends with that, with yep. the manager, so we didn't have to do anything. Make no mistake, it is very important for people to like you in the workplace. Yeah, <laughs> very yeah, definitely. Important. Uh, top tip of the day. Yeah, that is that's the two v one tip for the D- week. Don't don't be the person that people avoid talking to. <laughs> don't be Nick. <laughs> oh no no, yeah. no 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 no! That would be the opposite. No I'm no an the, idiot. Continue. Yeah yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so. I'm Nick. <laughs> this is the 2v1 podcast <laughs> every week i'm joined by josh and alex to talk about video games and uh at the beginning of this one i want to call attention to t-shirts again uh they are here in a way very close to getting them alex i don't know if you want to update yeah definitely everybody um, we i i think i contacted everybody that mentioned they were interested so if you haven't oh, okay. heard from me which i don't think is the case i apologize uh you know email us um you can contact us on instagram twitter or facebook whatever but email is the best way i'm just trying to get everything all in one place but uh we've already had several people send payment thank you so much and um basically all it is it's twenty dollars for a single shirt um if you buy more than one you know we can get a discount and also you know just let us know what size you need um this does matter i've had a lot of people ask me so i'm just gonna say it 100 percent pre-shrunk cotton <laughs> so see yeah see well, i wasn't crazy no 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 I, I didn't think you were crazy at all i was just lobbying for cotton so yeah um they're definitely uh, that that way you know for the sizes and um i don't know is there anything else to add there i don't think so but uh feedback at 2v1podcast.com Thank if you. you have not expressed any interest in one yet reach out to us yeah. because we do have them so i like them i haven't heard from you and, and josh they good those uh ones? i i haven't put it on yet mm. because i'm gross cool <laughs> nice mine, i just got it yesterday mine smelled like vinegar when it arrived it did smell weird yeah they I smell thought. weird because they've yeah. probably been sitting in a warehouse and they get weird We're ink stamped on them really selling it now yeah, buy yeah. our weird smelling <laughs> shirts <laughs> buy our vinegar two vinegar one shirts yeah. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. yeah but they wash seem, them, maybe. It seems legit. I just haven't put it on yet. Um, I was real excited yeah. whenever I opened it. I saw a Hanes logo because that's all I wear. Hanes shirts. Yeah. Like we Hanes didn't want to get anything like poopy. Loyalty. Obviously. Weird <laughs> brand loyalty. Yeah. That is weird. <laughs> Coming from Josh, what else would you expect? Hey, you're right. I, there, there are weird. other people that only wear black shirts. That's all I wear is a plain black Hanes shirt every day. 
You yeah. are a plain black Hanes shirt. Yeah. I had to say that slowly because my brain's not working. I was going to mess it up. <laughs> I don't really, think that's Really nailed Josh that on weird. that one. Yeah. It, it's not, I mean, I think it's weird being loyal to a certain manufacturer of just generic t-shirts. If you wear Fruit of the Loom, fuck you. <laughs> we just lost like a third of our listener base. Wow. No, yeah. I'm joking. So it's offended. Just, that's, the, that's just how that's it's the poll this week. I, it's not loyalty. It's just what what do you what do you consider loyalty to a brand? Solely buying that. Yes, that's what brand loyalty. And that's what is. you yeah. said. That's what you said you do. Well, I don't go out of my way for that. It just so happens that I only have Hanes black tees. And you I bought you new gravitate forever. toward them. Sure. Yeah. Sure. We'll go with that. Um, this is a very exciting conversation. It, it really it's it's engaging, <laughs> thrilling. Uh, I got, I just Quite. got a text from GameStop about buy two get one Funko Pop things. Jesus, I need to get off of this list. I don't know why I'm on it. I just get uh, off of that. I resent get off it. of that list. Even if it doesn't say in that text, if you just reply stop, it should take you off. How about stop forever? I think just okay. flat stop should do it. I for did you. stop. Well, I'll, I'm going to update everybody. Oh, you have opted out. Thanks, Josh. You're welcome. <laughs> Eat shit, GameStop. <laughs> what is happening right now? Did it, did it not really tell you? Podcast. Did it tell you in that text, Alex? It was a brand new text, and there was nothing above it. Interesting. I hated it. Are you guys playing any video games? <laughs> yes. Yes, some. I finished Shadow of War. That's a do game. Do you want to wrap up that game? Yeah, that do a wrap quickly. up. Okay. Josh, tell me everything you played shadow of mordor right i did play shadow of mordor and shadow of war yeah so they're the exact same game for the most part like you said last week yes i still enjoyed playing it because it's fun and it has batman combat and that's all i cared about in that game oh i meant to tell you what happens at the end off air i can tell you afterwards yeah let's not spoil that i mean okay boy i wonder no just it's too early in the episode just who cares i'm i would be very interested to hear if anybody actually cares about the story in that game. Well, the uh, the but, true ending, I guess. I watched it on YouTube because I didn't feel like oh. going through that whole process of getting it. Right. Yeah. I, I guess the one thing we didn't really get to talk about that is unique to that game was the Fortress Assault stuff last week because neither of us had done any. Uh, I was very underwhelmed by it. Really? I don't know. How... Yes. I thought it was cool. Like, it and did you I think, did you really dig into it with like up like siege upgrades and assigning captains and, and Why do you need to do that? I guess I guess I'm talking about the actual you taking a fortress, not defending one cuz no, I did not dig into to, to the actual defense of one you've already captured, but the act of taking a fortress was incredibly basic. How many did you did you take? Two? I did two. Okay. I did two of them. I think there's five or six in total. Um, yeah, I mean, the process itself is very easy, but the, some of the, the, right. the, um, higher ranking ones, I guess they have more captains to worry about roaming around and like, yeah, but that doesn't change anything really that, because like you, 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 I had this argument kind of with a friend of the show, Mike from work, the way you are intended to play that game, I think is you are supposed to do everything you possibly can to it to wipe out the forces of the of the fortress prior to taking it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Thus, the ma- the amount of captains don't matter. Like, all you have to contend with, or ideally, all you should have to contend with is the overlord. Really, 
right? Yes. That is the that is the way you should be approaching them, in my opinion. Now, if the Overlord is the only thir- thing you have to worry about in taking the fortress, then all you're doing is seriously just capturing points. Like, like how many shooters you've played in the past, you go to a point, stand in it, capture it, and that is the fortress assault. <laughs> Yeah. And that's what I'm that's what I'm talking about is I expected more, like maybe different objectives to or like some sort of randomization to objectives within a fortress assault because I mean the game relies on a decent amount of randomization and I was just disappointed by that because you don't really need your captains to help you. You can just run in and because that game is built around dealing with a horde of orcs surrounding you you can capture a point yourself, like, completely by yourself. So, you kind of just stroll in there. It doesn't matter if you have all this backup of captains. You can just kill everybody. It doesn't matter if you set... Uh, you could set, like, different types of orcs to back you up, like spear-throwing orcs or archers or big uh, high guys to crush the walls and whatever. You don't. You don't really need to do that. I guess you don't really need to do it during the campaign itself, but once you start playing online, I think that becomes more of a priority. But why would you do the online stuff? That's something I wasn't even sure about anyway. Why would you play an online shooter? Because it's, well, it's fun, because you want to. Well, I mean, I guess I don't want to base the the depth of the Fortress Assault around the online component of this game. You know, I'm th- I'm talking solely the single-player stuff. Like... Yeah, sure, it probably gets a lot more difficult online. Just like forward operating bases got a lot more difficult in Metal Gear. You couldn't just stroll in there and kill everybody. Like, if they set up good defense and good soldiers and whatnot, it was difficult and you had to think about it. But I'm purely talking about just playing Shadow of War single player. Like, I just wanted more out of that, I guess. You know, it's like the key thing, the the marketing thing of this game is, hey... Here's these big grand battles. You can get dragons flying in, and there's all these things crushing walls, and there's orcs everywhere, and you're you're commanding an army of orcs, but actually just run in and capture these points and then fight a high-level orc. That's it. You know? Yeah, defending is a bit more fun. Uh, I mean, there's a bit more going on, and you don't have that opportunity to take out uh, captains before, like, sieging. So, right. So, the, the, you know, defending your fort's a bit more fun, but it's still kind of just the same idea. Yeah, so do you get a notification or something that somebody's attacking a fortress and you can go stop it? It's actually it it's an actual mission that pops up. Oh, okay. So it's not like all of a sudden it's being attacked without you. You actually have to trigger it. And I don't oh. think it's on oh. I don't think it's on the um like you know how they have the timing thing, the three moves. I was just going to say why isn't it one of those? I don't think it is. I could be wrong, but Okay. I'm not hmm. positive on that. And then, you know, whenever you take out captains when you're attacking, whenever you're doing the actual siege portion of it, all that does is uh, remove the siege upgrade that they have applied to them, if that makes sense. Because you know how you can apply siege upgrades for your captains? Yeah. So so whenever you take one out, it just gets rid of that upgrade. So if you take them all out, you're just going up against a fort with, like, no real upgrades. And... And that's kind of what I'm talking about, is even if they have those upgrades, you're kind of just rolling in there and capturing the point some of the anyway. Up- like, some do of you the have upgrades, to worry about them? Some of the upgrades make things tough. Like, okay. uh, whenever they have the 
the launchy things, the things that like throw shit from a distance, those giant okay. things. Like if, trebuchets. Yeah, sure. But they, they're on uh, they're on Graugzo, so I don't know what they call them. Oh right, yeah. Yes. So if, yeah. if you if if a captain has that assigned to him, and you don't take out that captain, that you know that makes things a bit more difficult. Okay, that that's that's a good example. Yeah, I I accept. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for your acceptance. Yeah. Uh, that's all I had to say because I I took the game back. I only rented it, like I said last week, and I'm not gonna play any more of it. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, that's uh, I, Shadow of War. I can't wait to tell you the true the true ending. I can't wait to hear about it. You're, also, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna love it. It's a yeah. It's a it's a movie tie-in. We'll say that. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't think they could do that. Uh, it's an indirect movie tie-in, but you can is it okay. is it stupid or funny or? It's kind of a cool thing. I don't think you'll like it, Nick, because because of your. I was gonna say, is it a cool thing because you don't care? Yeah, about yeah. Tolkien. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll talk about it afterwards. Okay. But cool. Yeah. Shadow of War door. Is is it? That's it. You know, if it wasn't you... if it wasn't such a strong year, I could see this making like maybe a number ten on my list. But hey, I said this multiple times. It 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 is nothing compared to other games released this year. It's not. It's just this year's like the. I don't remember a year like this ever. Yeah, it's been a it's been a really good year, like a really really and good it, year, it's and not slowing down through the holiday either. No, there's plenty of stuff still to come out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, has always been my point. Shadow of Mordor was a novel thing that worked really well. It was a perfect storm. It was the perfect time to release that game. And Shadow of War, yeah, it's just okay <laughs> compared to everything else this year. It's it's an okay game. So, though I will throw out, if you didn't play Shadow of Mordor, you definitely check out Shadow of War because it really is a unique thing still, especially if you didn't play the first one. That's a good point. If you if you have no experience yeah. with the Nemesis system and like seeing what it is, it's it's a yeah. cool thing that they they came up with. It is it is absolutely a competent game worth checking out if you didn't play Mordor. I I'm I'm so like whatever about it because of the initial experience of the first game. So, a bit jaded. Jaded for sure. Yes. Yeah. I I also just desperately really want a good Tolkien video game which is never going to happen. <laughs> so, what about Loader Biff me? <laughs> you remember that game? I love <laughs> I love referring to it yeah, as that loader, loader Biff me is me. awesome. I never played that one though. I know you were a fan, Alex, but I I, uh, I enjoyed it. I played it a little bit, but I had two friends in um, in high school. For your reference, Nick and Trumby, they played it nonstop. They loved yeah. it. That was a competent game. It was competent. <laughs> yeah, I think we may have mentioned it before, but this is Battle for Middle Earth. Yes, yeah. and it was a strategy game? RTS. Okay, a, yeah. and like for a console RTS, for it was console. really good. Yeah, that was like a launch 360. Gen it was old, yeah. Game, yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, loader biff me, loader biff me. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, I played a new game finally, yay! Uh, because my hell, my hellish existence will soon be coming to an end for a short period of time. Thank God uh, for this this coming week for a short period of time. Yeah, because I will probably have to take this exam again, so fuck my life. But uh, Positive thinking, Nick. Yeah, I know. That's what everybody said. I was talking to people at work about it. Dude, and I manifest was like, it. I was like, let's be real. I'm not going to pass this. And the one guy was like, don't don't 
think like that. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm just being realistic. But uh, anyway, I played a new game, uh, Steam World Dig Two, which is on Switch, PC, PS4. Yeah, because I was gonna get it, and it's, it's on PS4. and Vita. It's on Vita, I think, too. Actually, is it, it's probably a cross buy. It probably is, uh, but I'm not sure. Either way, Steam World Dig Two is a dig 'em up Metroidvania. Did you just make that up? I just made that I up. I like right that. Now. How are you yeah. proud? Are you? I, I saw I'm like pretty, the pride in your face when you were. I'm saying pretty it. proud of it. Okay. It's pretty good. I like <laughs> it. But I uh, I don't know. Were we doing the podcast when the first one came out? Yeah, that does not sound familiar to me. We were. I just don't familiar? know if you mentioned it. Okay, because I I played the first one. Steam World Dig originally launched on the 3DS, which. Uh, it was a perfect game to be on the 3DS because it was very short. It was only downloadable, etc. I took it home over a holiday, bought it, played it. It was like three hours long, and it was awesome. I, I just remember being so surprised because it's a 2D side-scrolling... Literally, you just dig for shit. You dig for gems. and Would you, you call are... it side-scrolling or vertical-scrolling? Well, that's both. It's both. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I think side scrolling covers up and down. Does it? Right. I, I'm, I'm. I think I'm okay with that. Yeah. You've you've always been able to go vertically in classic side scrollers, like even Super Mario. Sure, but this is more of a focus on down, right? Yeah. Not, necess- not like, necessarily. Like down well wouldn't be a side scroller though. <laughs> sure. I guess you're right. All right. Yeah. Whatever. That's so, that's just a faller. Yeah. It's like ter- Terraria. Terraria side scroller? Terraria, you can go side to side though. That's how the world generates. Is that's how you get to different? Yeah, that's and that's stuff. not as much. I guess that's not as heavy. I think focused. as long as you can go from side to side, you can qualify as a side scroller. Yes. So there we go. In Steam World, you can go all directions except in and out because it's too deep. Can you fly? <laughs> you you can jetpack around. Oh. Yeah, I just got a jetpack today. I have put. I have like been blowing through this game too. I just got it. Uh, yesterday, two days ago. You got it on the Switch? Two days ago. Or PC? Yeah, I did get it on the Switch. It is, because it's the perfect Switch game, this is a game that you should get on the Switch, because in case you take your Switch anywhere, this is great to just pop open, dig a little bit, and close. You know, you can play it for, like, <laughs> minutes at a time or hours at a time. It's it's awesome. Just want to shout out again, the fact that you can put the Switch to sleep and pop it open and continue playing a game in, like, seconds is so amazing i love it and it does a good job of preserving its life too yes it doesn't it doesn't kill the battery at all Mm -hmm. which is which is great but anyway steam world dig you are a robot in some western setting and it is a very weird setting apparently there are no humans you are just robots worried about making money for some reason (laughs) i don't know but you you dig through shit and you collect gems and you sell these gems to a prospector and you upgrade your robot with all these uh, kind of a lot of upgrades that just change how good you are at digging you get different digging items you get a jet pack like i said uh and it is a metroidvania in that getting those different items allows you to get further in the world or get through different types of rock and dirt and whatever and the first game was pretty simplistic but two goes like this next step of having a lot of stuff to do, like puzzle solving, and and it's telling a more interesting story. I think I can't really remember the first one's story, but 
the thing I wanted to point out with this is it actually has stuff like shrines in Zelda. So as you're digging and exploring the world and getting in different parts of the map, you'll come across caves that essentially work 100% like Zelda's shrines. They're little self-contained puzzles with treasure to find within them. And once you solve the puzzle, you may not necessarily have found the, the secret item or treasure or whatever. Just like in Zelda, you can complete a shrine, but there might have been a chest that you didn't find or one or two chests that you didn't find that have like really good items in them or something. So it has this whole thing of being a Metroidvania and then also has these self-contained clever little puzzle rooms that have been like both kind of difficult platforming and puzzle solving, which is awesome. Like, that that was something that Hollow Knight did really well, too. It had these little pockets of difficult platforming slash puzzles, like, sprinkled around the world that were really satisfying to solve. So, yeah, SteamWorld Dig is awesome. I highly recommend it. I think, I think it's unfortunately going to get looked over by a lot of people this year because it is such a tiny little thing. There wasn't a huge build-up to it. I didn't even know it was a thing until it was out. So, yeah. I added it to the list of games I can't forget about. Because there's just oh, there's a lot coming out in the next couple of weeks. It's it's a really... It's a, it's a weird experience. Because I've, I've said in the past, I love Minecraft. And the act of just, like, digging in that game and making your own path through this world, even though it's mostly linear in the first place like you are getting guided around on where to go for the next story beat and as you're doing that you're just progressively digging deeper and deeper into this mine that that little simple thing of just digging and collecting gems is like really really satisfying and i don't know why and it might not necessarily work for everybody and that's why josh if you play it i'd be interested if it grabs you because I find it, like, ad- addicting, in a way. Like, it's it's sort of, like, therapeutic. <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny you used the word therapeutic, because I was just thinking, I would love to know the psychology behind that. Like, yeah. what it, you get in these little, like, releases of dopamine when you find a gem or something. Sort Yeah, and then, like, you know, oh, I can get a better upgrade, or I can get a new thing, or whatever. Like, it, it's really, the, the way it, it helps you progress in terms of making your robot better is just like really really well done the pacing is amazing (laughs) is it is it annoying to have to travel all the way back up no and so they did something really smart which finally metroidvania type games are starting to take notice of something that's been in the best ones forever in, in fast travel points steamworld the first one, SteamWorld Dig, I don't remember having fast travel. So you kind of had to make your own quick way out of the mine. So how I played that game is I would just go down in a straight vertical line and th- and constantly just build on that straight vertical line. So then when I had to get out, I could just go up really quick. Now there's fast travel points in SteamWorld Dig 2, which is awesome. And you come across them pretty often. And... You can find a secret item that lets you travel back at any time without losing any of your items. So it's 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 really nice. It's really simple. Is it procedural? It doesn't get in your way. No. No? No. Okay. I don't believe so. The, the gem placement might be procedural, but, like, 
where where you're going and what the map generally looks like, the general outline and where caves are, I don't think it's procedural. No. Why is your robot digging? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I I don't I don't know. The the universe is very strange. Why was he digging like, in the first game? Uh, you I think the I think the conceit of that one was you find some desert town and they need help like it's very run down and they don't have any like resources or something so you're helping them get resources so which so it's not like a no man's sky getting oh, to the center of the universe you, it's like oh duh no i think i think it's really simple it's it's called steam world for a reason because these robots run on steam aka they need water and i think the f- i think the first game was you trying to make sure this town had a sustainable source of water and as you were as you were getting deeper and deeper into the game you then found like oh there's yes i was gonna say digging deeper but whatever uh (laughs) as you get further into the game you do find out there's like some ancient race of robots that is evil and wants to kill everybody so they do like try and make it a little more interesting than that but now in two you are playing as a character from the first game trying to find the character that you played as in the first game. And it's really weird, actually. The story in, in 2 is very strange. It's, it's, it's apparently that the first game's character has turned evil or something, and you're trying to figure out why, and they're trying to bring about the end of the world and shit. Like, it's pretty grandiose for what it is. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Can, can, it's really, can, really good. Can you hit, like a point where you can't keep digging anymore yes that's how that's how it gates your progress like a typical metroidvania like you'll need a stronger pick no no i mean like or... period like just no more digging past this point oh yeah yeah yes yes there are there's boundaries okay. there has to be yeah how do they what are they just like it's just it's just a rock you'll rock never be able whatever. to break yeah. yeah yeah and it's very clear on the map like here is the end point like it's a very dark color of of the map so how much is it? Yeah. 20 bucks. Yeah, it's very it's very much worth it. It's already longer than the first game, but I have a feeling I'm getting near the end already. So it's not like a huge huge game. It's probably like 8 hours or so if I had to guess. But I love it. Is there co-op is, of any sort? Excellent. No. No. Single player game. Yeah, all single player. Yep. So that is that is my one new thing I have for this week. These uh these single player games seem to not be uh, important anymore to some companies. Good segue. Thanks. <laughs> I, I did that on the spot. Yeah, uh, we're just on fire today. I know. You know we started talking about the T-shirt brand of choice and vinegar shirts. Vinegar. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess jumping into news real quick. A, a pretty big announcement happened this week. EA shut down Visceral Games. That's Dead Space, right? Yes. yes, that was that was the developer of Dead Space and some other things that I can't recall off the top of my head, shit. But uh, the, the thing that was really big with them closing them, obviously that sucks. They were a decent-sized team. Dead Space was amazing. Dead Space 1 and 2 was a great series of games. There are no other ones. Forget about them. But <laughs> Visceral has been shuttered, and Visceral was working on a new Star Wars game, which was exciting. When that got announced, it was like, oh, wow, the the Dead Space team making Star Wars, that could be interesting. With and Amy Henning. 
Yeah, and one of the lead creator or lead designers. I don't know if she was the designer of like Uncharted right. and I even think she older was a games. Writer. Writer, maybe. Yeah, I can't remember her exact title in Uncharted, but she was involved. Um, she was she was a big mover of the Uncharted trilogy. And and she's been in the industry for a really long time. There's a really great interview with her on uh, Idle Thumbs that I mentioned a long time ago. Very worth listening to. But she was leading this new Star Wars game with Visceral. So a couple things happened here. They closed this game or closed this studio. No idea why, other than they made a very weird statement. EA had a very weird statement, which I'm going to look for right now. Um, but in a nutshell said we don't want to make a single player game we don't think it's worth doing is Ugh. is what everybody is interpreting this as right and that's weird because they already have battlefront so but i don't think battlefront's not a single player focused game no i'm saying but but here they, they have I'm, the multiplayer game already i'm jumping around yeah i'm jumping around the the battlefront thing they have for multiplayer, you know, sure. and and how you how you read this announcement was. Hold on, I'm looking for the. Josh, keep keep talking. Uh, so I hung <laughs> a wind chime up yesterday, and uh, wow, okay. someone called me a grandma for doing that. Is Grandpa that, Simon, is that? Didn't we talk to you? We we said this on the podcast. Did we? Yeah. It, it, oh, okay. Well, then I'm out of things to talk about. That's like I hung that. That's, That's all it. you got, hey. man. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> hey, you know what's ruining my experience right now for some reason? Trying to find this? Ads. It is running very poorly. There we and go. And I even have ad blocker on. Okay. So wait, what, but, are you, what are you trying to find? I was just trying to find the specific statement and fuck it. Okay, they, all they, they said is they, say, they want to refocus the game because they don't believe single players is what the current community of video gamers want anymore. There. Yes, so in a nutshell, I was looking for the exact statement to give them, you know, whatever credit because we are, a lot of people are jumping to that conclusion that like oh single player games are dead so let's get that out of the way they're not that that's like a logic leap that doesn't make any sense but maybe specifically from ea that's possible like the fact that they think they want to move this game into a direction that really sounds like it needs to be a platform which is the the flavor of current gaming right now like every game needs to be a platform with loot crates or microtransactions that is constantly supported that constantly has players playing it and is a constant source of income it it's so frustrating and and that is exactly what this sounds like they want to do they just don't see any reason to make a single player game that you might play once and then never play again and that or they it's or disappointing. they transition it to something like a uh, like a dragon age or Maybe another code. What do you mean? Maybe like another KOTOR, like an RPG of some sort. That's single player. Yeah, but the the this one they were working on, Visceral. I was thinking it of more of like a Dead Space type game, like a single player I don't think, experience. I don't. I don't think that's how to read this at all. No. It, that no. I I don't think it's oh we wanted a different style of game. Just because De Visceral made Dead Space doesn't mean this game is going to be a third person shooter. No, of I course mean, it's not. Very, it very well could have been yeah. and probably was. Overall, but... it does seem like an indictment against single-player experiences, which is stupid. Yeah, they're, they're basically coming out and saying we don't see the monetary value in spending time on this. Because this this game has been kicking around in the shadows for a long time. 
Like, it was already in development prior to, I think, Visceral taking it over and also Amy joining. Amy joined later in the process, yeah. And yeah, is, like, didn't it, this, correct me if I'm wrong, but this, didn't this kind of transition from that Star Wars 2133 game? 1313 or 20, whatever, whatever yeah. 133013, whatever the hell it was. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I think, I think that's probably where it came from josh like i don't know if there was a direct line of them saying that but that was a game that was looked very cool it had like a teaser trailer years and years ago at e3 and people were pumped about it then it kind of got announced that it was not happening and then they mentioned again no we're working on a single player star wars game so i don't know if it's the same thing but that's kind of what i meant is it might have been assets or general design ideas that have been floating around forever for whatever this thing was supposed to be. And it just continued. Now it's going dark again and is apparently going to be something of a platform. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll hear more in 10 years. Or never. Or never. It, it, w- it was supposed to come out in two years, I think. The, the actual single player version. What they were working on. But now, who knows? That could, that could have been maybe. such a cool thing. It's, that's, yeah. Yeah. Wonder there hasn't been a good single player Star Wars game in a while. I didn't see what Henning is now doing then. If they're keeping her on for this or what they're I what think happened. I think they I think their uh their um what's it called? Their announcement about it was they're not sure. Hmm. <laughs> they're not sure what is happening with her yet. And I, I believe at this time nobody has come out. She hasn't made any statements, obviously, because she's probably under contract. Yeah. So. Yeah. And so yeah, that's th- that's disappointing. An uncharted S Star Wars game could have been really cool. Sure. I mean, we don't know anything yeah, we, about I, what it was, but dreaming about what it could have been was exciting enough. That was a, that was a very a very good It was thoughtful sentence. Yeah, that was a very I was thoughtful the same sentence. thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was well, it was well worded, Nick. Well, thank you yeah. because that's all we knew about it. <laughs> like, there, was like, there wasn't he, really it just sounded so on. good as he was saying it. Yeah. So now I, I guess we're going to be expecting more loot boxes in a Star Wars game of and, some and sort. And maybe not even necessarily loot boxes, but a platform. Yeah. Something that can live on and on and on and has some sort of community focus around it. So, yeah. Single-player games are not dead. Everybody needs to chill out. There's been a, There's been a whole lot of jump to conclusion clickbaity articles about that like relax but uh the, just maybe the, maybe on the triple a scale from something like ea sure maybe that's going right. away the uh yeah. naughty dogs still exist out there exactly y- you know like exactly so uh but yeah uh i don't know where to go from there <laughs> not a good tr- not a good segue well i mean if that star wars game has loot crates whenever it does come out um, I really hope I fight someone with like a blue lightsaber that I end up wanting to buy because I fought them because that's, that's how that works. And I'm trying oh here, Nick, god. help me, help me. I'm trying. I I'm got, I got you. I okay. know where you're going. Oh my god. Uh, I don't even know where to go with this one. Uh, because this is very conspiracy theory, like freak out that doesn't really have any ground I'm excited. to freak out about. I don't know if I'd consider it a conspiracy theory because it, the info is out well, there, but it was never applied to anything. And and they were very quick to... Okay, let's quit jumping around. Yeah. So Activision, uh, on this whole Loot Crate thing, 
whatever, fuck it, microtransactions are shitty and they suck. But it came out that a patent was granted to Activision Blizzard that I'm going to struggle trying to explain this, so I think I'm going to just read this snippet from Game Informer. Do it, and then we can try to go from there. All right. So it's, it was a patent for specifically matchmaking in multiplayer games. For example, in one implementation, the system may include a microtransaction engine that arranges matches to influence game-related purchases. First sentence right away, red flags, holy fuck. For instance, the microtransaction engine may match a more expert marquee player with a junior player to encourage the junior player to make a game-related purchase of items possessed slash used by the marquee player. Which is what Josh was talking about. See a blue lightsaber? I want that lightsaber. I'm going to buy that lightsaber. A junior player may wish to emulate the marquee player by obtaining weapons or other items used by the marquee player. The microtransaction engine may match the junior player with a player that is a highly skilled sniper in the game. In this manner, the junior player may be encouraged to make game-related purchases such as a rifle or other item used by the marquee player. Can I, this is a thing. That's, this is a real that's thing. That's scary. Can I try to make an analogy out of this? It's not going to be a great sure. one. But okay. Gonna, I think we've got some good ones already. We're, we're going to roll yeah. with this. So, okay. Say we go back a couple years. We're all, we're all sitting down playing Mass Effect 2 for the first time. And we're fighting this group with this wave of enemies. And all these enemies have Phantom 10s. And you, we all get destroyed. Right. And then all of a sudden it pops up. Hey, there's a Phantom 10 in the marketplace you can buy for $2. Yep. Did that work? That is exactly what this is saying. Okay. Yes. My job so, is done. So, done, holy done. shit. Thanks. Like, holy shit. What a, what a scary notion. Because that is just the shadiest, grimiest, like, next step in this I mean, process it's going to get worse I think before I can it gets imagine. better. If it yeah. gets better. For now, sure. to be clear, this is a patent, meaning any game could do this. Not just Activision Blizzard. They could license this, this system of matchmaking to other developers. And they were granted this patent. It was allowed. And that's the only reason it popped up in, on everybody's radar. They, so, so Activision responded with a very basic response. This was an exploratory patent filed in 2015 by an R&D team working independently from our game studios. It has not been implemented in-game. And that's it. Not, we're not going to do this. Just, it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> Just, it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> so, man, like, I, I just, I was stunned by this. Like, usually things don't catch me off guard, but, like, that, that is so... I just I hope that the community the gaming community is smart enough that once something like that that bad happens everybody is smart enough to be like no but I know that's wishful thinking and that's not going to happen there are going it's, to be people that are going to do it anyways the, and this is getting into the weeds maybe but like it's it, I'm trying to think of how this could be done in a not super gross way like not necessarily basing the coding of matchmaking around it, but say you're playing a game that does something like this where the developer is gathering 
metrics of this is the most used weapon by some of the best players and it uses that information to maybe say hey do you want to buy this gun or something like randomly like hey this is a really people use this gun a lot do you want to buy it not forcing you into games with people with better equipment right where you like, don't stand a chance because you don't have that equipment yeah like i don't know if that's different or better it seems like it is in my mind and it's still accomplishing kind of the same thing. It's just still not to that point where it's impacting another player's experience. I don't. I honestly don't see this ever happening, to be honest. Because well, I would hope after this came out, it better not happen. And also, you know, you got to wonder the percentage of people who, all right, say you get matched up against all these people that you get destroyed by these weapons, you know, and then they give you this idea, hey, you can buy those weapons. How many people are more turned off from having to right. buy the weapon or from having to lose all these matches and just not play anymore? Right, yeah, like, they just actually turn people away yeah. instead. Yeah. So... Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and you gotta also gotta wonder, if it does come into play, if that's something they'd have to disclose. You know? Well, I mean, this is it. I mean, this is this is the disclosure. No, 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 I mean, like, in the game itself. Like, oh. in, in the... Like we in are the using that bullshit yes. patent that we talked about. Yes. <laughs> they would probably have to, because I think people would figure it out anyway. And and if somebody figured it out and they didn't, holy wow, that would be bad. <laughs> that would be really bad. But yeah, so some bad things have come out in the news this week. Some bad looks. <laughs> mm-hmm. That uh, that the week the week of bad looks. That EA thing, like for an entire day. I don't know why I hated it so much, but I, it almost made me not want to buy Battlefront. Yeah, I know you said I don't want to buy EA games anymore. Yeah, I know it was a very jump to conclusion like, thing just because of that day yeah. and hearing it, but. Yeah. I just I think that's that's unbelievable. Well, and I I've heard I've heard the argument against you know oh these games have loot crates don't buy them actually buy the game and don't buy the loot crates that says a lot more. Yeah, because then then it, they like, see these numbers of they players see a versus... disproportional thing. Yeah, yes, that's right. Yeah, like Connect don't the punish the actual game and the developers themselves. You know, like punish the system <laughs> in a way. <laughs> but yeah, uh. Again, I think the biggest thing to come out of Activision's response is that they didn't say we will never do this. Well, so when, when the day comes that I get that, uh, when I'm playing on my PlayStation and I see that blue lightsaber and that blue lightsaber impels me real hard, I'm sure glad I can record it on my PlayStation. Yes. Wait, is this something I'm missing? Actually, you could all you could always record stuff. Is this another segue? Can, can, can you record things on every system now? Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, you can. Oh, is this is this now where you're going? Are we just in the news? Are we just doing news I'm now? Just, How hey, about we... I'm on. I was on a two for two. I had to go for that third one. How about we we pump the brakes a little bit? <laughs> uh, Alex, what's up? What have you been doing? Um. So I this will make Josh happy. I started Life is Strange, the original one. Yes, correct. Cause yeah, because a while the back, one is out right now too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah good point. Bringing that up. Um, but yeah, the whole thing was free on PS Plus several months ago. Um, my neighbor actually was interested in seeing it, and I said I hadn't played it, so we started it. I think we just did like the first episode. Josh, it's been too long since you talked about it. I didn't remember or realize the whole time travel aspect of it where you can rewind time yeah that's the which whole is, focus of that game yeah so it's pretty cool though I, I like it a lot and i remember you saying it was pretty um pretty impactful for you and like true to life in terms of like what kids struggle with in high school and you know i think ooh, another angsty game. i, I think was gonna say teen angst i think it's just it's to sum up that game it's just it's a very touching game yeah just and, in, uh, in the most simplest of sense 
yeah, really enjoying it so far. I mean, I, I'll wait until I make more progress. It was just one of those things like, hey, what have you been playing this week, Alex? I started Life is Strange. I'll talk about it more later. <laughs> so everybody yeah. knows. And yeah. um, th- this is awful. But uh, speaking of <laughs> loot crates, I got to tell you about <laughs> the, the, the latest and greatest in Rocket League. Um, okay. They have a pretty cool... I actually like this. Um, <clears throat> they have a new Halloween event going on. And every game you play, you get candy corn. And you can, it's like a currency, and you can redeem, Yeah. you can use, and this is what's great. You can straight up get stuff that you want, like they have antennas and um, decals and whatever, and you can buy just that, done. Yeah. Or you can buy a crate, which is a Halloween crate, it's a new series of gear and all that kind of stuff. And then here's another really interesting thing. You can buy keys, but they're special keys where when you use one of these keys that you bought without real money... You can still open a crate, but you cannot trade whatever comes out of the crate. So it's basically for saying people that have no interest in buying or selling with real money, this is for you. Right. Which I like that. That's pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, What I don't like is they're getting pretty creative. It's almost getting uh, overwhelming. But probably since you guys have played, you probably haven't seen these. They have goal explosions. So when you get a goal, there's like a new animation that can happen. And yeah, you sent us that snap. Yeah, yeah. so I got a, I, like a vampire bat one. It's actually really cool. Well, they have one where like a Grim Reaper pops out and he floats up into the sky and then he dabs. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it, it's becoming so broy. But anyways. Um, it's not even broy. It's just stupid. like. Stupid. I don't know. No, it's like internet meme culture yes. is getting even d- more entrenched in video yeah, games, pop, which is hilarious. Yeah, pop cultrified, I guess. But anyways, uh, yeah. I, I just thought the whole setup was neat, and I, and I like that they give people a way to open crates without paying money if you want. That is nice. So yeah. I thought that was sweet. And also, um, like, <laughs> I got drunk and bought more keys last night. <laughs> You're <laughs> like, enabling. No, no, you no. You are enabling. I, I, I am enabling, but I do have to, I do have to make a, a um, disclaimer here. Everything in League is cosmetic, so that's good. Sure. And the second thing is I want everybody else to know I don't do it because I like it. I do it because I'm addicted and I sell the shit, and I have to tell everybody that because, I, I, you know, we talk, we uh, denounce loot crates and stuff. I do it for profit, and it's terrible, and I can't help it. I'm addicted to it. But, so, um, but are you opening some of these crates that you're not making money off down. of? No, I, there's no point because... I, I don't want to do that. Because you don't care. Yeah, it's all about, yeah. like, making profit off of it. No, 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 no. What I'm so saying is, whenever you open a crate, how many things do you get in a crate? One. Will you always it's, be guaranteed whoa. to sell that item for more than you bought the crate for? No. Not so, yet, but I, it's historically, kind of, I have been. Histor- so, it's kind of just like playing a scratch-off. That's exactly what it is. It is gambling. It it is literally. I was it, gonna say this is this is actually create making it gambling. Yeah, it is for me. They <laughs> yeah. show they show um, the contents of the crate, and then it literally spins like a wheel. You would it look, makes me think of Price is Right. It's really funny. I sometimes stream it to my friends because we love opening them. <laughs> but <laughs> oh, dude, the, that's a big thing. Yeah, it's it's that we call it the like game showing or something. I don't know. Big big streamers will whenever stuff like this happens they'll just buy a ton of crates in whatever game it is and then they'll just open them yeah people people love it It, and and i think that's it's that allure is why people think it's gambling yeah like oh i can't wait to see what they get (gasps) like waiting with bated breath exactly and and, and watching all the things open and the colors flying and explosions and 
We're so basic. It, it, We're des- so basic. it definitely takes me back to the um, the awful uh, Marvel card game on the phone. But it's like not only yes, I'm making a small amount of money off of this. Obviously, I just enjoy doing it. I I don't know why I like yep. hooking people up with stuff that they want. You know, because if they want a certain set of wheels, you can't buy them directly. So it's like I got them. I'll hook you up. I don't know. That's the it's thing, funny. actually. I can't believe for how successful Rocket League is, I cannot believe Psyonix is not allowing this because they're not allowing people to just do it through their game because they're just losing money. Like, that doesn't make any sense Wait, to me. Wait, I thought you don't and sell through the game. I thought it's through you don't. a third party. You, you That's don't. What That's what I'm saying. saying. Oh. That's what I'm saying. So if they had that, if they had that option to just buy everything outright instead of these fucking boxes oh, like they would okay. they would be doing even better like they would be doing so much better and like that or just imagine if they basically they're just leaving money on the table or i mean i don't this is probably getting really hairy but imagine if they somehow implemented within the game what game flip does and they just did the same thing they took a little commission out of every sale uh, that is what Steam does. Okay, well there you go. Yeah, and I don't know why Rocket League hasn't done that. Because... That is how that is how that works on Steam. Yeah, that is that is the trading card thing. Oh yeah, that is yeah. How, that is how cosmetic items in Dota work. That's how Battlegrounds works. That's how uh, CS:GO works. Mm-hmm. So wouldn't be surprised if that pops up at some point. Uh, I've 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 said this so many times. Like the trading card thing is huge. For Steam. That was a really big deal that people scoff at and laugh at and whatever. It's just free money. It's free money for Valve from virtually nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Exactly. At all. And now that and now that other games are, work both ways, like opening a crate in Battlegrounds, the items you get in that are are also a Steam item. They exist outside of the game and you can sell them and people buy them. And it's it's just it's so crazy how much money Steam makes. Tiny quick tangent. Gabe Newell is one of the most richest people in the United States. One of the top 100. Top 100? Yeah, I was about to mention that too. I mean, that's, a, that's still a small number, I think. But yeah, holy shit. Yeah. Beast. Beast mode. Yes. I heard, yeah. So, I, I, that, I, I just, that's why, that was that argument we, not argument, but like point I tried to make last week. Like, have the loot crates. But also have the option to just outright buy whatever things come out mm-hmm. of the crates, even if it's an insane amount of money, people will buy it. Yeah, like the, it'll it'll happen, and it's it goes directly back into the developers' pockets. And I don't understand why they don't offer that. I mean, like I sold this is go- this is going to be shocking for some people listening right now, but a oh fr- no. I sold a pair of, or a set of wheels for a friend of mine, and I sold them for a hundred and fifty dollars. Oh my god, wheels! It's like. Hundred fifty dollars, yeah, I mean, you guys. Well, John, I can. I Josh, can you said mention something with said, battleground. Someone sold yeah. a bandana for a grand. Yeah, no. that, uh, that's what I was gonna say. And um, there's um, <laughs> there's items in Team Fortress wow. Two because Team Fortress Two is one of the older ones that did this. There's a there's earbuds in Team Fortress Two that I think you only got way back when for playing the Mac version of of Team Fortress uh, okay. Two. Those are one of the most coveted items on I love Steam, stuff I like that. I don't know why. Yeah. It, it's funny to me. Yeah, and there's like this weird dark shadow culture of trading Team Fortress 2 stuff. This is why uh, about a year ago or two years ago, those those popular streamers for Counter-Strike Go got sued because they were 
they were funneling people to a gambling site that they ran, and the gambling site was for Counter Strike Go oh weapon God, skins so and stuff. Weird. Yeah, so and they were they were like mis misdirect. It was like lying to people, like, "Hey, I use this site for gambling, but it was actually going directly into their pocket." You know, <laughs> you know what I could see happening that I wouldn't hate what? if this finds a way into Fortnite. Oh, I'm sure they're gonna do this. Yeah. I'm sure this is going to happen. The, the PC version is almost certainly going to have something like, like the it. Battle Royale yeah. mid, specifically. Yeah. It, it's going to happen. They're going to be crates. I mean, it's going to be... Yeah. I'm sure that's what they're planning. Be stupid to not do that. Well, I mean, well obviously, I knew there were going to be crates, but I mean, like, the uh, trading aspect of thing for cosmetic items. Oh, I mean, who knows? I, I feel like Rocket League is the only one on consoles that does that. Uh, that has that capability. I can't think of another. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Off the top of my head. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, man. In-game digital bullshit. 2017. Conti- continues to be a, a hot topic. It is. It is. Yeah. Uh, Alex, did you beat Cuphead? I haven't beaten King Dice, dude. Wow. It's, it's frustrating. It's really frustrating me. Like, and, yeah. uh, I, I, I think I mentioned to you guys off the air, but... Whenever you guys first talked about it several episodes ago, Josh mentioned the loading screens suck on Xbox. They really do. So, yeah. um, and just to give some clarification, this, the second to last boss, it's not what every other boss you can immediately retry. Boom, done. You know, retry, retry real fast, which you need in that game. But yep. this one has like stages that you have to go through. So there's intermittent loading in each try. And it's, I don't know, it's tough. It's annoying. Yeah. And I get discouraged quickly. Like, I'll try him three or four times and turn it off, which sucks. How long of loading is it? I Several seconds each, but don't forget, I might have to sit through six of those. Like, it, it just, it's rough. Now, now for a pointer, you know you can time the dice roll. Yes, I did, I did do that last okay. night. Because so. I got to a point, I got to a point in that game where I wasn't really fighting many things. Yeah, yeah okay. Well, in that battle. It should be should... every other dice roll is a fight. And then the next dice roll is like a free spot, and then a fight. You should you should spot. pretty much only have to do like, like two, two fights, like three. Yeah, yeah. I, I need to, three. I need yeah. to be more patient with with that aspect for sure. I should plan this out. Yeah, so that'll help. Yep. Yeah, that, and you only get that load if you die. If you if you get to the end of the roll and you don't hit, if you don't land directly on the final boss, Cuphead or whatever his name is himself, it just resets you back at the beginning with all your spots already marked off. Hmm. If, Oh, I didn't know that because I never accidentally hit that one. Yeah, if you hit that, yeah, it, it just sends you back to the start. Yeah, so. that's cool. I I know loading complaints aside, I thought that boss was really loading complaints cool. aside. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was a really cool idea. Yeah, yeah, because there are those those mini bosses are not that bad as we've yeah, and about. they're all really unique. Yeah, you know, they're all really like interesting yeah. and fun. The stack and of poker silly. chips is by far the best. Yeah, he's, 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 that he's the easiest. That one's also by far the most basic boss maybe in the game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, to to get yeah. through it, it's the easiest for sure. Yeah. But yeah. I'm having a real hard time acing the bee in that third island. Oh yeah, you're still trying to do that. Yeah, I have like, no thank you. I have two bosses left and I for some reason that fucking bee just is I thought the bee was really easy. She's easy, but getting an A on her has been difficult. Yeah, some of some of the some of her last stage attacks are hard to time, yeah. I think, and get out that's, of the way. That's her, something that's in you guys' blood, like mastering and getting A's. And, oh, God, I'd rather be dead. Oh, 
Oh, trust me, I'm not doing that. Fuck that. Just other games, though, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just take it like I, the games that offer that sort of idea, I feel like that's part of the game itself. Like That's, that's their what main you, That's what you should be doing in those games, in my opinion. If it matters to you. That's the thing. Like, yeah, I, I don't just necessarily get agree. I, I, I don't agree with that for Cuphead because there's no leaderboards. If there were leaderboards, I think it would make a difference. But, I mean, personal achievement. Yeah. Sure. But I wouldn't go so far to say as that's what you should be doing. Like, that game's, that game's difficult enough. Just getting through it yeah. is an achievement, you know? Totally. I mean, like, I, I just beat all... You know, whenever I beat all the bosses in the final aisle, I think it was like a 7% achievement or something like that. Like, not a lot of people have done it. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure plenty of people that bought that game got discouraged very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they bought it with all the talk surrounding it, not realizing what they're actually trying to do yeah. in that game. Yeah, which brought out the whole, well, every game should have an easy mode. No, it fucking shouldn't get over it. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, I guess jumping off of that, this is kind of a transition. Josh, Alien Nation. Oh yeah, I wasn't sort of a I score attack game. I wasn't really going to talk much about that. It's an older game. It came no. out came out early last year. It's one of the well, it's really the only Housemark game I haven't at least tried in like the current gen sphere of things. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's its own sort of thing. It's it's more like the Dead their Dead Nation release, which is um, it's not as heavily focused on score attacking. It's kind of a top down shooter just in itself. Uh, yeah. it's, you know, it's, it's, it's their only loot based game. Um, you upgrade your character, you have ability points that you eventually assign. You can, it has some aspects of destiny in it, which is kind of fun. Like bosses will show up randomly on stages that you can kill for loot. Uh, oh. you can reroll weapon abilities. You can upgrade weapons. It's, it's a cool little thing that they did there. Um, yeah, it's not really, in my opinion, the typical house mark game, like the uh, like the Resogon, the next mo- even Matterfall to an extent, it's it's kind of its own its own thing, and uh, I'm enjoying it. So you don't replay levels for score or stuff? I mean, you can. There is score. There's leaderboards. There's um there's leagues, which I haven't really figured out yet. But hmm. how it works is there's like six or seven stages, like overworlds, and then you might have like four or five missions on one of those worlds that you keep going to and okay. returning. And yeah, so I mean that sounds like a typical game from them. The, but the score attack thing isn't isn't as heavy not, of a focus and it's not like yeah. it's not like Resogun or Next Machina where it's like constant non-stop, like fast fast fast, get multipliers, go go go. It's it's a it's a much more deliberate game. Yeah. It's fun. I'm enjoying well, it. Well, yeah, you wanted me to get it. I have no interest. There was, there was like I'm gonna, no... I'm gonna buy it for you, force you to play it with me. Well, I mean, if you want to, it's on, it's on uh, sale right now, which is why I bought it. I forgot about the game for a while. Actually, it's like six bucks right now. Oh, uh, that's pretty cheap. And that, and you said you forgot about it because that's what I was gonna say. There was virtually no buzz. Yeah, it's game. none. It's kind of like none their uh, universally most disliked game, even though a lot of people really liked it and it wasn't reviewed horribly. If that even makes more than Dead Nation. Ah, Dead Nation had a really big following when I was playing it. It did? Yeah. When I was playing it, way back when. It's an older game now. But Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. Yeah. That that's all. I mean, the, there's not much more to say about it. Um Okay. But <laughs> I fucking love House Mark. Even as much as I did not like Matterfall, I respect what they did with it because it is kind of its own different thing they were trying with the whole 
2D side scrolling. Yeah. So yeah, maybe maybe they'll come back with something along the so. same lines, but a lot yeah. better. And uh, next Machina is getting a physical release soon, and I can't fucking wait. I'm so happy. Speaking of physical releases, you got the Cuphead one too, right? Huh? No. Didn't didn't I see you pre-ordering the Cuphead one or something? Or were you just looking at that? Isn't there a Cuphead physical release coming it's out? It's coming out. It's, but what I sent you was the vinyl. There's a Cuphead vinyl. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. But there is there is a physical release coming out. Some collector's edition. They haven't shown it yet, though. The vinyl. It like is it the music and stuff? Or, yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That soundtrack's huge. Yeah. That's really cool. Like, there's a lot of songs. Yeah, it's like a hundred dollars though. <laughs> Which is crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. It's, it's really it's a cool looking vinyl though. Like the, yeah. the gate folds real fun. Yeah. So. Sweet. You can listen to old timey music on a rec on on a record player, which is kind of fun. Yeah. In in 2017, I guess you could do that anyway. But whatever. Forget what I just said. Forget the whole conversation. Forget forget everything. <laughs> forget the show. Everything is canceled. Um, forget to been a while. Game, video games are canceled. I don't really have anything else other than uh, I finally beat Mario plus Rabbids, and just real quick, that game was sweet. It was too long. And I hope they make another one and make some refinements because <laughs> nice. it was it was awesome and it's very much worth playing. It's a great, great game, uh, especially a Switch exclusive. But yeah, I just had some issues with how it worked. Like it was the way the way that you had to kind of only use specific characters in specific situations was kind of lame. Like it it really is more of a puzzle game more than the whole like strategy grid based stuff like you have to really figure out a specific way to get through things at some points and that's just that's not fun like i i like the open-endedness of how to tackle this scenario however i want with whoever i want in in games like that so like bottlenecks yeah yeah and like it always forces you to have mario on your team which yeah i i know mario's name is in the game but like no don't do that you know, like don't don't force Mario, and then it also forces you to have at least one rabbit. You can't have just all Mario characters, so like it's it's stupid. Like that, those limitations are just not worth having in the game. I don't think it just kind of made me annoyed pretty much the whole time. So, but again, that's my only couple negatives for that game. It's fucking fantastic. It, it's so good. It is like a must get on Switch. I think, but uh. That's kind of it. It's kind of all I got. You got a short, ep- short episode this week. Maybe, maybe a short episode. Yeah, actually, for once. I think last week was, too. I can't remember. I but, uh, yeah, this... I don't know. Alex, do you have anything else? I don't. talk about? I'm tapped okay. out, man. Uh, I, I promise I will be back into uh, playing a fuck ton yeah, of games. Yeah, me too. Uh, this, this next coming episode. I will be, too, actually, because um got a friend moving here, and we're going to be playing a bunch of stuff together. So and and Mario comes out. Uh, Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein, Creed. Yep. Every all we will have played some of those games by the next episode, which is fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and we'll we'll have a there'll be a, a guest next week who hasn't been on here right. in literally like a hundred episodes. So yeah, it's been a long yeah, time. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, do we want to mention these last two things, Josh? That we like, I wanted to get out of news for a second. Do you think it's worth it? I don't think it's worth it, but you've already why do I you've ask, already why do you've, I ask you've already you brought it up, so you yeah. might as well. I just thought it was 
I, I think I think real quick, the Switch you can record video now, which is sweet, but of course it has Nintendo limitations of it's only specific games. <laughs> but if of, you hold the capture this this is now, you can do this now. Uh if you hold the capture button, you can capture the last thirty seconds of Breath of the Wild, Mario Kart, and something Splatoon. I think oh, so, those might so be it's the only very limited. It's very limited. Uh, yes. Yes, it's very limited. It is not every game. And it sounds like it might be up to the developer to put that functionality in somehow. It's not just built into the Switch. So it's weird. The whole thing is weird. But, you know, baby steps. Baby steps for Nintendo coming into modern era of video games. But uh, the other one I just wanted to poke fun at and laugh at because are you kidding me? The uh, An Xbox executive made this statement that they think they have a good lineup of games. Oh, yeah, that was on, worth on, bringing up and making fun on of. On the horizon. And and that is just, I think, a really good indication of they are maybe clueless right delusional. now. Delusional. Like, yeah, they are delusional. Like, they... Uh, let me clarify. The Xbox has sold actually very well. It's just when you compare it to the PlayStation 4, it doesn't look good. But the Xbox One has technically sold well. I believe it has an active community. You know, all of those things aside, we're talking about exclusives. And up against something like PlayStation in the last two years, PlayStation's future, up against the Switch's unbelievable success out of nowhere, exclusives are key, and Xbox does not have them. And them coming out and trying to say that their lineup is good, it is not. It is It is not, objectively. <laughs> yeah, even... Like, um. Oh fuck! I'm drawing a blank. It is. It is grim. It is grim for them, and it's like holy shit. Even Phil Spencer came out like early this year and said, acknowledge that they don't have the strongest lineup, but they have a bunch of things like two or three years down the down the road that they haven't uh, shown yet. Good. I mean, good. But citing things like Forza Seven and Crackdown Three and seriously in this announcement or or this not announcement but this conversation with this executive they use the fact that they're updating games as a good reason for them to have a good lineup like no no <laughs> games games continually get updated that has been a thing for a while that That's is mandatory. not something to call attention to yeah that is not like a reason to get an xbox now, now she know? was specifically mentioning the the one x updates i should say which still isn't a good reason. Oh no, I thought she meant. I thought they meant like, just in general. No, no, like, it was one. X these updates. games are continual. Okay, yeah, I I thought updates. she meant the, these games are continually being supported. We're adding things, whatever. Okay, okay, it's a little different, but the one X itself is delusional and short sighted. So <laughs> yeah, true. While we're on yeah. while we're on the Xbox, Alex, I'm surprised we haven't heard about the new update yet. Oh yeah, you know how I feel. As soon as I learn one, they change it, and I'm like, damn it. Did you download it? Question. Because it's supposed to be a lot better. I don't know. I, What's different? It It's totally... Everything was on the left. Now everything's at the top. I don't know. It, oh. They just... As soon as I learn a UI and become accepting and comfortable with it, they completely change yeah. it. And yeah. I, I just don't understand that. Like, I don't know how one is, at this point, objectively better than the other. You know, it was terrible way, way back when. But, like, the yeah. last one... I was actually very much at peace with, and now totally different, and I'm just surfing around trying to figure out what the hell, where everything is as usual, so whatever. 
Uh, Xbox. I I turned on my Xbox today because here's a quick reminder to download the Turing test for free. Oh, uh, yeah, nice. Which is Games with Gold, and I've been curious about that game. It's a first-person puzzle game. but um, I can't do that because I don't have gold. That's right. I didn't. Uh, I didn't. I didn't notice anything different. So maybe my Xbox just didn't update. You might have auto updates. Or yeah, you would definitely notice, Nick, because it's completely different. It really is okay. I think. I think the ba- the big selling point for this is they uh, they mention how much faster it is from the old ones, and the older UIs are horribly slow. If right, if it's faster, which I haven't noticed because I haven't spent a whole lot of time on that ui then that's amazing and i will take that any day over anything is speed i want speed yeah for sure and xbox has historically been awful with that always yep i'm loving the playstation ui which is like never changed yeah it's great i was gonna say i mean now that we have the switch basically just like the playstations xbox should just do that like why yep. why why be different yep. you know once again though the switches is the best because it's very quick and snappy i love it mm-hmm. there's nothing on it it's clean it's very clean yeah i, I just cons- keep it clean i'd consider playstation's quick and snappy there's all this other shit on the screen though that, that's what like, i'm talking like the switch switch the is switch literally is a gray just, background <laughs> it's just a background with here's all the things that you need yeah it, and it's nice what other stuff yeah. are you talking about on playstation's yeah, there's uh, like animations showing, moving it's showing around. Showing your most recent trophies, and there's all there's like two menus. There's the, it's just it's <laughs> not it's fine it's fine it's good but Switch is better. I recently because... uh, found out about the folders you can do, and it's 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 yeah. changed my life. It's so fun. It's so nice. That just seems like a waste of yeah, time. Yeah, the Switches is the best because it's the it's the simplest. You know what I like yeah. about this whole folder thing is you know how you know how a PlayStation has all those like PlayStation apps that you can't delete. Hey, you, exactly. You can uh, exactly just just like your iPhone, you can make a folder for those, put it off to the side, and never see them. So, just, just hey, there's there. exactly what I'm talking about. There's things you can't get rid of on that screen. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So, I guess I guess that's I'll accept. But I would never spend the time to put things in folders. Yeah, it, it took guess. me a minute. That's too long. That's that's just life. Way too life much is effort. too short. Yeah, <laughs> life is too short, and that's too much effort. Yeah. <laughs> okay all right yes uh i guess that's gonna do it this week yep that's i it. i can't i'm very excited for next episode because it means my life is radically different very true pers- personally and you'll be playing and, mario and i want to play mario and, and, and you'll have passed your exam you will have passed <laughs> your exam sure yes sure i won't find out that quick but oh shit okay sh- sure <laughs> yeah T-shirts, everybody. Uh, Don't forget to haul at us. Haul at a boss. Yep. <laughs> I never say that. That sounded bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, feedback at 2b1podcast.com if you want a T-shirt. We would love the support and let us know. Also on social media at 2b1podcast. I was Rain like fart. freezing for a second. I was like, uh, what? Shit. That's it, I think. I'm, I'm just because <laughs> I don't have anything watching you. I don't double. have anything else going on. I don't have any YouTube going up lately. I don't have any YouTube. Yeah, I'm I'm struggling here. I'm dying. I'm dying, guys. Uh, <laughs> I'm not helping. Yeah, I think that's it. We'll see you next week. Yep. Next week we will have a Josh will not be on. No. Next week we will have a guest, yep. like we mentioned. So thanks, guys. So you might yeah, just want to delete next episode whenever it Good comes one. up. Um, bye. <laughs>